What is up, people? You're listening to another episode of the Imperial Broadcast. I'm your host, Shamari Stewart, joined as always by my co-host, Kendall Stewart. Kendall, what's going on? What's going on, Shamari? We had a uh, an interesting weekend in the Star Wars universe. Obviously, we had D23. Uh, if you listen to our uh, if you listen to our, our our Hero Talk podcast, we talked a lot about Marvel uh, and Marvel's uh, presence at D23 uh, or lack thereof. Uh, if you're a Fantastic Four fan or an X Men fan, but if you want to hear that spiel, listen to Hero Talk. But uh, we did mention on Hero Talk that uh, it, it seems like Star Wars and Lucasfilm actually had a better weekend than than Marvel did, at least. Um, I don't know if they announced as much as Marvel did, but from a fan, uh, from just a, 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 a positivity standpoint, um, I, I think, I think Star Wars fans came out of the weekend fairly pleased, you know, expected. I don't think the expectations were super high. Um, whereas for Marvel, they were obviously sky high. Um, and I think Star Wars for the most part delivered, so... Uh, we'll we'll get into all the stuff that we saw uh, at 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 D twenty three stuff that was announced. So um, it was an interesting weekend. Um, and again, there's all obviously you can expect all the stuff that for the most part we've been talking about. Uh, the stuff that we expect to come out for Lucasfilm had some sort of presence at D twenty three, whether it be uh, Andor, Ahsoka. Uh, the Mandalorian season three, um, Bad Batch, Tales of the Jedi, new show coming out that we that we that was announced at Celebration. So uh, we'll get into a little bit of it all. But um, again, interesting week for weekend for Star Wars, uh, and also some stuff, some news coming out of D twenty three, not 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 from the convention itself, but from the trades that also that that we'll also discuss. So uh, should be an exciting show. Yes, exactly, Kendall. Yeah, so there, so uh, Star Wars and Lucasfilm had a, um, in my opinion, a great D twenty three. So, um, I mean, we and like you said, like you were saying, Kendall, we didn't get quite as much like announced. Uh, I guess you could say as as Marvel, um, but I actually think more was probably shown, uh, which is which is. I mean, look, we talked about that on Hero Talk, so I'm not going to get too much into Mar- what, what Marvel, <laughs> what D- Disney's doing with Marvel, but but it's surprising. So, um, so yeah, we can kind of jump right in and get to what we got. And like you said, Kendall, we have some some uh, additional stories outside of that, outside of D23 that we'll get to as well. Uh, but first, we can definitely dive headfirst into D23. So, um, we can start off with. Uh, I guess what you can call the big kahuna uh, is the Mandalorian. All right. So the Mandalorian is right now Lucasfilm, Star Wars is kind of flagship. It's kind of carrying Lucasfilm um, on its back. Uh, of course, the Book of Boba Fett came out. Um, that didn't do quite as well as, as or it didn't, or, or I, w- I would say it wasn't as unanimously uh, positively received as the Mandalorian was, um, and, um, you know, it's just, uh, it just wasn't received the same, and of course, you know, needless to say, there's no Baby Yoda, 
uh, for Boba Fett, even though the Baby Yoda and the Mandalorian were in Boba Fett. And a lot of people thought that was the best part of the book of Boba Fett, which is sad um, on its own. But, you know, the Mandalorian is, is, is like a big part of Star Wars, and it's kind of an ambassador for Star Wars, getting new people interested in Star Wars that would have otherwise either not really been that interested or would have already moved on to something else. So the Mandalorian was at D23. The Ma- they did show a Mandalorian uh, Season 3 teaser. Now, this teaser, um, it was definitely a teaser. It didn't show off too much from the plot. We know um, just based on what we've seen. And, and if you're a Star Wars fan, you will have probably pieced together um, though I believe we, we kind of heard this before already as well. We will be going to Mandalore. They are on Mandalore. You see Bo-Katan on Mandalore. Um, you see other Mandalorians. You hear her talking about how the Mandalorian cult is corrupted and, and, and uh, divided their people. Um, so we know there's going to be some kind of fight for power among the Mandalorians. And we see kind of separate, different kind of interesting scenes. We know... Um, we know Carl Weathers' character is back, and um, and we get your guy, Kendall Babu Freak, uh, will we'll be making Babu Freak <laughs> as well. Uh, and I'm sure, I'm sure that'll be fun as well. It looks like that'll be fun. And, and the Mandalorian, and I feel like the Mandalorian, if if I had one um critique, and it isn't really as much a critique, it's just something to note, the Mandalorian probably could use some of that fun. You know, just just and Babu Freak is is the perfect character. One of the highlights of Episode Nine, absolutely, absolutely one of the highlights of Episode Nine, absolutely. Which is sad, but but I'm not even gonna get into. And and he's very much like Um, he fits what we saw a lot of in season one of The Mandalorian. Um, Yes, he does. You know, like you know, there's plenty of those characters. You know, I mean, Grogu being one of them to a degree, where you're kind of like. You know they don't need to be there from like a story standpoint, but um, but they they're there to add levity. You know they're there to they're there to like you said be a right. uh, a comedic uh, a, a comedic character um, and a comedic presence for the show. And so uh, you know Babu Freak story wise, I don't know what uh, you know they'll find a way to to, to include him somehow. I, you know I don't expect it to be any sort of earth shattering, you know, canon changing. Uh, inclusion, but um, but I mean again, it's Babu Freak. If there's any place, if, there, there, if you can ever get uh, more Babu Freak, I'm 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 for it. Yeah, so that that is definitely a fun inclusion, um, a fun inclusion to the uh, I guess the I guess what you can call the Mandoverse. Um, though I wouldn't call it a different verse. That's kind of that's 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 it, that's probably just something that'll get me roasted as a Star Wars fan. It's not a different universe. But just the Mandalorian kind of circle of characters, <laughs> um, which continues to to expand. So, um, but yeah, I liked. I have to say, I liked this teaser. I thought it was good. Um, it had action. It had everyone that you everything that you'd want to see. It had just enough like Baby Yoda to get all the Baby Yoda people excited. It had, uh, or Grogu, I guess, if you want to call him Grogu. He's still Baby Yoda to, <laughs> to, to me. Um, and, um, and you know, and I think it introduced the themes that I think we're going to see in the show. Mandalorian power struggle. 
Um, still conflict with this with uh, Mando taking off his helmet in this cult. Um, and I think there will still be. Um, I think I think there will still be problems with um, with Imperials. I don't know if um, uh, if uh, Moff Gideon specifically, but but Imperials. I feel like they're gonna play some kind of role. Um, uh, I don't know what we have not seen it yet, but um, that's something that we did not really see much in that teaser, and I think they will be making an appearance and doing something. Um, to throw a monkey wrench in in uh, Mando and Grogu's plans, but Kendall, what were your what were your thoughts on the teaser, and and do you have any kind of uh, thoughts or predictions? Uh, I my I mean my my thought on the my my thought on the teaser is is it looked like every trailer that we've seen from the Mandalorian uh, since it's come out. Most of them haven't told you anything. Most of them have always been very vague. Um, a lot of shots of the Mandalorian, a lot of shots of Grogu, um, you know, stuff like that. But right. you know, it, nothing. I really wasn't really told much of anything that I didn't know uh, necessarily. But um, but that's fine. You know, we didn't necess- we didn't see Sabine Wren. Um, I mean, do we know for a fact Sabine is going to be a Mandalorian? I don't know. I don't think we know that for a fact. Um, right. I think that's something that that people are just saying would make sense. Yeah, right. I agree. Theorizing. Yeah, there's there's some theorizing going on with that. Um, so I wouldn't have expected that to be in in any kind of trailer. In <laughs> a trailer, yeah. Uh, you know, I would think that would be more of like an Ahsoka or Luke Skywalker kind right. of moment, um, or Bo-Katan moment, I guess. Um, if it's not quite Luke Skywalker. But, but I think that's something that we may see um, as a surprise in the show. So is so is I mean I you know I think then the big question for this series or for and for the season I should say is like what is that moment because right um, or is this a, or is it just a season that is a little less you know built on cameos because i think last season was big on the easter eggs and the cameos and the which jedi are we getting or which you know (laughs) all the you know that that was the whole point right and you know even in book of boba fett a little bit you know that's that became a a a thing and so are they going away from that and focusing their efforts solely on you know just mandalore itself um if that's the case uh you know, I think that that would be a shift. You know, I think uh, you know, and maybe a shift that actually helps them. But I think that would be a shift in their strategy. But, um, but yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I liked what I saw. I, I you know, I liked the, uh, I, I mean, obviously, you know, Mandalore going to Mandalore is going to be a, it's going to be an interesting experience. Uh, Bo-Katan was very good um, last season, so. Her return should be should be exciting, and it's really. I mean, look, it's been a long time since we've had this show. I mean, you know, many ways. You know, Book of Boba Fett was like a season two point five, so doesn't may maybe feel as long since we've seen Mando and Grogu, but like them in their own show, 
it's been a long, long time. So, um, so yeah, I mean that that's what that reminded me of. Like just seeing the seeing the show, I was like, oh yeah, it's coming back, and it's you know we're taking off, you know we're picking up where we left off with with Luke Skywalker. You know, like that was a long time ago when Luke made his debut, um, yep. and. So to, to pick up from there, I mean, we're not picking up from there. We're picking up from Book of Boba Fett. But from that show's perspective, picking up from there is going to be very interesting. Yeah. Um, and can I have to say, I do agree. I feel like we're going to get a moment like that. Like, like yes. some, there has to be. Um, I feel like they set the precedent um, in the first two seasons that that's, that they're just going to keep, the bar is just going to keep being raised. Um, I don't think we're gonna see Luke Skywalker again. I don't know if that's a controversial prediction, but I don't, I don't think he's going to be in this season. To be more specific, I think, I think. No, I don't think so either. Yeah, I think, I think, we, I think we, we're, we will get a moment like that, but I don't think we're gonna get Luke. I don't know who it is. I don't know who we will get. We're gonna get somebody, but it's not gonna be Luke. Um, so I don't think they're just gonna dip in that well again because just partially for narrative reasons, like why is Luke showing up again? Um, you know, like, and I don't want him to just show up and save them, you know, whenever, <laughs> whenever Mando's in trouble or whenever Grogu's in trouble, uh, you know, Luke Skywalker's right around the corner, you know, um, and the same thing with Ahsoka, is, uh, honestly. Um, so I, I mean, I feel like Ahsoka might appear maybe just because of her, I guess, having been associated with Bo-Katan and in the rebels crew kind of if, if Sabine shows up, but, um, but Luke, I don't, I, I don't think, I don't see him showing up in this story, even though I guess it would make sense cause he's a Jedi and he's a peacekeeper. So if there's something going on with the Mandalorians, I can see him trying to stop it, but I don't see him showing up here. Um, could Thrawn play a player. Uh, could Thrawn. We, we know he's out there. Up. We don't actually know that, but we assume he's out there. Yeah, I mean, we assume that's a stellary for Ahsoka. Yeah, but could that be his debut? Uh, maybe. Like I said, I I think the Imperials are going to show up. I don't know in what way. I don't know who. I don't know what's going to happen. But I think the Imperials will be showing up, and like the Mandalorians, and Mando and Grogu are going to be in big trouble, and I don't know. <laughs> you know, what bear? What about Barris Offy? No, I, I don't see that. Why? Why would she show up? <laughs> I know that, that that's like that's like wait what? So I only say that because we got the flashback of Grogu and everybody's like who who saved Grogu, and then we saw Barris Offy's crest in the no, background no, during the Order sixty six flashback. Do we think that they go back to that story? That that story thread, or do they save that for Ahsoka? Or do they do, do no, they save but, that for a novel? Yeah, no, Barisophy isn't showing up. Not not in not here. That would be very random, and that would right. be that's more much more suited for the Ahsoka show. Um, it would, you, that's what you would think. But then, like, what's like what's Grogu's what's Grogu's point in all that? Like, I don't think unless they're just gonna do the thing where Grogu's in everyone's show. So I would hate. Like, what's yeah, Grogu doing yeah, in Ahsoka? You know. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't put it past him. I mean, Grogu's Grogu's uh, the golden ch- golden goose. Yeah, it's money. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. But, um, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I, I probably wouldn't need Grogu in Ahsoka. Though, look, to be totally honest, it would shock me a little bit if he wasn't in Ahsoka at all. I feel like Grogu is just so popular. Um, but, right. but, uh, but I don't, I mean, I like Barisofi's character in Clone Wars. I'm surprised that this theory's kind of had so much traction, I guess. That you know, Barisofi is gonna is 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 back, and she was the one that saved Grogu. Well, it's just Filoni. I mean, we know yeah. Filoni likes to dip in the well of characters he's created or characters he's worked with heavily. So it may it would make plenty of sense that he'd want to, you know, continue that story thread in, in in his show, which would be Ahsoka. Yeah, yeah. But I, I just I, I don't know. I guess I just don't see the the need to link him to baby to to Grogu. But yeah, do um, we find out who that person is? Regardless, it may not be her, right? You know, but we may find out. I mean, I don't, it's not Mace Windu, I don't think. But you know, whoever that person is, um, you know, that'll be <laughs> hopefully we find out. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, so so. Speaking of Mace Windu, I do want to transition to the next uh, topic of D23, which is Tales of the Jedi. Um, so, Tales of the Jedi got a trailer and a release date, which is coming out next month in October. Um, which, of course, is is very exciting. Um, but we did get a teaser trailer. Ken, I have to tell you, this trailer picked up a lot of traction online yes i mean it a lot of traction to the point where i have like random like you know you know co-workers in my day job talking talking to me about oh that, that tales of the jedi. i'm like what i didn't even know you watched star wars let alone uh tales of the jedi you know like like it's shocking how many people were connected to this tales of the jedi trailer and we're excited about this tales of the jedi trailer it's like it's very very interesting it's very, um, it's very fascinating to me. But it was a very well-made trailer. I am glad the young Dooku is getting shine. I have been, I have been carrying the young Dooku torch. I feel like for 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 years now. Yeah. It feels like uh, with Kevin Scott's uh, novel, the Dooku Dooku Lost, um, which I, I which is was is great. I highly recommend anyone out there that hasn't checked it out to check it out. It was first released as an audiobook, but the script is out there as well. And it's very good. Dooku's story is very fascinating. Um, you know, it's very interesting to see him balance uh, being a noble, being a Jedi. Because he tries to be both. He tries to be a noble, a counter Sereno, tries to be a Jedi, and he tries to be... Um, and eventually he... he leaves the Jedi, uh, according to him, to just be a noble full-time. Though, of course, we, we believe that, of course, Palpatine had his hands in, in in Dooku, and we don't know exactly when that started, but... But his story is just always... It was, all, it was always very fascinating to me. Um, you know, because he was Yoda's Padawan, and he was, like, a prodigy and all this stuff. Um... And of course, he's he's Qui Gon's master, which we're going to see Qui Gon in there as well. 
works. That should be very interesting. Um, so he's connected to everybody. He's connected to, to Obi-Wan, to Qui-Gon, to this and that. It's very, very fascinating. So it's going to be cool to see um, uh, Dooku's story and to see him, I guess, trying to be a Jedi. Um, which, you know, according to, to um, you know, everyone, it seemingly, in, in that time frame when he was a Jedi, he was a very good Jedi. <laughs> yes. Um, so, so it's going to be cool to see, like, what kind of Jedi was he? And we see that in animation. Um, that's going to be really cool to see. It's going to be cool to see him and his morality and his viewpoints con- contrasted with um, people like Mace Windu. Who a lot of people already kind of see as someone that is a little cold, um, uh, at least based on his what we've seen in the prequels, um, and even in the Clone Wars, I'd argue. Um, so if Dooku's even colder than Windu, then we go, like, okay, so this guy Dooku, and we kind of see where, where the kind of dark side you see the kind of dark side simmering underneath the surface, um, but then also um, seeing him as Qui Gon's master. And then just seeing Qui-Gon contrasted with Dooku as well, which Qui-Gon is just about the most good-natured like person uh, that you'd ever meet. And seeing that contrasted with Dooku is is just going to be very interesting. And I also very much enjoy seeing their relationship as well, which is very well, of course, documented in all these books that have come out about Qui-Gon and about Dooku, is that they had a very good relationship. Dooku had a ton of respect for Qui-Gon Jinn. Um, you know, even when he became a Jedi after Dooku left, he had a ton of respect for Qui-Gon Jinn. Um, so it'll be, it's, 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 it's just going to be fun to see. I think it's going to be very fun to see. Um, and, and so that, those stories in particular are going to be very fun. And the Ahsoka stories is just what lit the, seemed to just light the internet ablaze. Um, people are, which of course, any, anything Ahsoka nowadays in terms of Star Wars is just, it's just universally loved. Um, so it was it, to me. I, th- I feel like it was the it was the uh, uh, it was the easiest home run in history for them to cast a live action Ahsoka and to write a live action Ahsoka because this is like Star Wars' most universally beloved cl- loved character right now, with the exception of uh, Grogu, I guess. <laughs> um, but you know, Ahsoka. I mean, those stories look like they're just going to be so cool, so interesting. Of course, you have Matt Lanter back as, as Anakin. You've got Ashley Eckstein back as Ahsoka. And it's just, it you know, we see a very, very young Ahsoka. And, like, her, her you'll see, like, her mother and her, her whole, like, you know, Togruta family. And, um, and uh, you know, Anakin training her. Um, and as I mentioned as well, we're, we're going to see more Mace Windu. With Samuel Jackson reprising his role as, you know, back as, uh, wait, is that Samuel Jackson actually as Mace Windu? I don't think it's Samuel. Oh, I would, I would assume right. it's just the from Clone Wars. <laughs> yeah, probably. I don't know who plays him in Clone Yeah, Wars. like, is that Samuel L? It's, if only it were, they probably could have gotten Samuel L. But, um, but no, so it's not Samuel L. But, uh, that yeah, was Sam- crazy. Yeah, that would be incredible. But, um, uh, but it's of course it's the same Mace Windu of course based on Samuel Jackson the Samuel Jackson portrayal and that's going to be very fun as well to see the return of Mace Windu and I think the 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 I think that's going to light the the all this Mace Windu is alive theorists are just going to just 
you know, myself included, are just going to just, you know, go crazy. It's like, he's got to come back. We, he's coming back. And the only question is how and when. I mean, we brought back Darth Maul. We brought back, you know, everybody, basically. It was supposed to be, I mean, if you can survive Darth Maul's injuries, if you can survive uh, <laughs> Darth Vader's injuries, if the Emperor can survive, Mason Windu can survive. So, you know. But, but you know, just putting that out there. But, Kendall, what were your thoughts on the Tales of the Jedi trailer for everything? Ahsoka, Dooku, Qui-Gon, Mace Windu, everything. Man, I mean, everything he said, man, take my money. I mean, when it comes to the Dooku stuff, um, like you said, there's so many angles of it. Whether it's just... Whether you're just someone who, who watched all the movies and now wants a full context of the Count Dooku character that plays such a big role in the in the prequel trilogy. Well, I mean, if you watch this, you get a better you get a better understanding for for his character, um, a more full explanation. And, and if you're not somebody that wants to that that, that wants to read the novels, uh, you can get a, a much clearer picture of, of of who Count Dooku is um, as a character. Uh, you get to see the relationship between Count Dooku and Mace Windu, like you said. Uh, you get to see the relationship between Count Dooku and um, Qui-Gon Jinn. I mean, you get to see Qui-Gon Jinn as a Padawan and see how does that, how does he compare to someone like Obi-Wan as a Padawan or someone like Anakin when he was a Padawan. Um, and, and, and just, I mean, again, there's just so many, so many different angles of that. Um, uh, on top of the fact that it's animated like Clone Wars, uh, because, I mean, we've seen them do shorts before, like the uh, what, what were the ones they were doing? Um, a Galaxy of Hope or something like that. <laughs> I forgot, okay, I forgot no, what they Galaxy were called. of Adventures. Galaxy of Adventures. I guess that's what. Or, I, guess or, the, the, uh, I think there's also like Forces of Destiny. Was Forces one. of Destiny. That's what I was thinking. I think yeah. Galaxy. Of, <laughs> it's all the same. same <laughs> Forces of Hope or whatever. Forces of Destiny, where you know they're doing all the. You know, sequel trilogy characters and this prequel trilogy, Jyn or so, whatever. Like, yeah, that was all the those were those, characters. Yeah, they were all female characters, and those were those were pretty cool. But they were animated, like they weren't important. You know, like watching it, I could tell yes. it's, this can't be that important. Just the way it's animated. This is animated like it's a like like it's a full on episode of Star Wars Clone Wars. Um, it's almost to the point where I feel like there's gonna be a lot of people that are disappointed when they find out these are shorts. I'm already disappointed knowing yeah, that it's shorts right. and it's not full full length stories. And I mean, this this to me, hopefully, this is a trial balloon for them to see that like there is a market for just like doing like one off anthology episodes of Star Wars content. Like it doesn't. I don't need a full series mm. on Count Duke. Uh. But like a two or three episode like story on account Dooku, and then you just you could do that with anybody. It doesn't it doesn't have to be Count Dooku. It could be Palpatine as a kid. It could be, you know, it could be a Grogu animated, you know, series. It could be a, a series of episodes. It could be a, a Mace Windu story. It could be a it could be Finn working, you know, with the with with the First Order. Like there's so many different stories that haven't been told that you could tell in an animated format that people want to see that don't need to be like 
its own Disney Plus live action series. Don't need to be its own movie. Don't even need to be its own animated series. But people want to see them and could be told in, you know, I mean, the Kylo Ren, whatever happened to Kylo Ren, the Ben Solo, Kylo Ren, Luke Skywalker story. That could be told in the same exact format in 20 minute episodes for two 20 minute episodes. And I feel like we could probably get the whole story, at least most of the story that people want to see. But, and you would, I mean, the amount of money that you would make, or I don't know about the amount of money, but the amount of people that you get to watch it on Disney Plus, I mean, to me, that's what this told me and that's what this showed me because um, this Count Dooku story, not not exactly a story that people have been like asking for, but it's just, it's always been out there as something that they could tell if they ever wanted to, uh, but they never had the format to tell it because you're not going to do a Count Dooku series. You're not going to do a Count Dooku movie. So how are you ever going to, you're, you're only ever going to see it in books, in comics, but uh, they finally decided, oh, this would be the perfect format to to, to tell a story on Count Dooku. So, yeah, I mean, I think that this, hopefully they expand on this and hopefully this is just a a, a start, but, um, but yeah, very exciting. And Ahsoka, I mean, I mean, I, you know, it's sort of weird because I'm like, I don't know why we need more Ahsoka stories in this format because we have a whole series of Ahsoka stories in my mind. Um, we'll see. I mean, I, I'm curious to see. I'm curious to see what is special about them. Maybe there will be something that I'm missing. Um, but to me, this just feels more like Dave Filoni uh, having to do something on a character he created. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we and we had known uh, like about the Ahsoka kind of stuff from yeah, 100 from Celebration. Um, yeah, it, it didn't announcing it. Yeah, it it, it it's like and it, mind you, it all looked cool, but like when you see the Dooku stuff, and again, there's a clear reason why you do Dooku because this is a story that you know either hasn't been told or if it has been told, been told through books. You know, so this is the first time you know a lot of people don't even, did wouldn't wouldn't have even known what Count Dooku looked like as a Jedi. And so to see it in this medium, uh, you know, is a big is a big deal. Ahsoka, I, I I'm curious to see what that will what that big deal will be. Maybe it's just you know, you know, it's more Ahsoka content. We have an Ahsoka show coming out, so continue to push the character. And I, I get it. Um, still could be a good. It looks like it's a cool story, but um, you know, you would think going forward we get characters that we haven't seen in a long time or characters that we haven't seen at all in this medium um, continue to push you know stories like that but for the intro for the introduction you're also just trying to do characters that you know people want to see and you have easy stories to tell so it makes sense yeah. for them to start out with these two but I, my other question would be is this for now we're just getting these two right uh, is, is that what? is that the case I didn't know that was the case I know. I, I know these are six shorts. Yeah, I, I want to say that was that's what we were. That was the impression we were under was were just these two like storylines. Yeah, like for for this initial run. Oh, okay, I, I'm not sure. Oh, um, yeah, that I'm not if sure. Not, I'm sure I could probably look that up, but but that I'm not sure. But um, I would imagine honestly, if we were to get more things, it wouldn't. I mean, it's only six episodes. So yeah, six episodes. You know, we're not gonna get much. Okay, so that's one, what it is. Okay, one is Ahsoka, one is uh, Kantuku. Okay. 
we are getting Ahsoka's mother, so that is 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 that was part of the. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know he mentioned that in the, um, or that, or if he hadn't mentioned that directly, that was something that was revealed. Um, right, that was by people, and again, that goes that, that yeah, panel and whatnot. That 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 goes to like, you know, that that's something if you're a huge fan of the Ahsoka character that, you know, the full circle thing that you know we we didn't we haven't we didn't see Ahsoka's upbringing, we didn't see Ahsoka pre Jedi, so or pre Jedi Council, so like, um. You know, that is something that we haven't seen before. And, that, and again, that's why I feel like this show is such a good idea. And I hope that they expand on it. Um, we also get to see Yaddle. I mean, yes. I mean, that's a character that, you know, we, you know, it's more of like a like a joke character. You know, it's like, oh, the female Yoda, you know. And, and now we're getting a... Uh, we're getting to see more context for her character as well. Yeah, so that will definitely be interesting. Now, kind of one thing I will mention as well, since you mentioned open, kind of opening the door for other things, um, you could also do an anthology on the High Republic. You know, you talk about opening and kind of opening yeah. the door for different things. I mean, if you yeah, do, I mean the Jedi, the Jedi were around. Yeah, yeah, you know, Jedi. You want to do Jedi stories? You know, a couple episodes, kind of just a feeler, kind of like a test run kind of thing. Just do a couple episodes, you know. Uh, you know, feature some flagship characters in the High Republic, tell tell an adventure or two, um, and kind of test it out, see how it goes, see how it looks um, in animation, the kind of, the kind of uh, you know, kind of, um, you know, the aura, the atmosphere, and... Um, and just kind of see how see how it does. I feel like that's something they could do as well. But yeah, this was, um, yeah, this was uh, this was a surprisingly convincing, um, you know, kind of a advertisement for this series. Um, I'm definitely someone that thought people would not care about this series. I cared about it because I know the the quality of uh, of. Uh, uh, animated content that Dave Filoni and live action content at this point that Dave Filoni um, produces. Uh, so, you know, I knew that this was going to be high quality content, but it seems like a lot of people are on board. And I think that Ahsoka in live action and the Mandalorian helped to just branch and just expand the amount of people uh, that are interested in Star Wars and interested in the Clone Wars and interested in Ahsoka and interested in these kinds of stories. And I think kind of Lucasfilm is doing such a good job of, of promoting their content. And, you know, I think Lucasfilm has been on a roll since, in my opinion, it's just me, since Episode Nine came out, Lucasfilm has really been hitting on all cylinders. Um, it's, it's been seemingly a... a, a, a it's been continuous quality content, and I'm very, very pleased with everything that we've gotten. Um, you know, even the things that, you know, could have been better, you know, some things that Book of Boba Fett could have been better. But overall, you know, I enjoyed Book of Boba Fett. I've enjoyed The Mandalorian. Um, I know I'm going to enjoy Ahsoka. And all the books and comics have been great. I, so everything has been great. So, you know, they just continue... Um, to promote such high quality stuff and I'm very excited about it um, now we also got a, a final Andor trailer um, you know we're not really going to discuss that because 
it was, you know, to be honest, it was a lot of kind of the same stuff or just more, you know, it's kind of the, just the, kind of the same aura, same atmosphere. They're releasing clips. They're releasing all kinds of things online. But Andor is coming out. It is very exciting. Um, this will probably be the last show we do before Andor comes out. We get three episodes for the premiere of Andor. Um, I have... Uh, I feel like the Andor is kind of still sliding under the radar. <laughs> Even yes. with the great trailers that have come out for Andor. I think it's still sliding under the radar. And I think the will... review embargo is lifting very soon. Oh, is it? Uh, somebody actually broke the review embargo. I, I've been uh, seeing reactions. The media um, personality. Uh, oh, really? can, you, can you guess who it is? Oh, John Campion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who. It is. I'll, I'll read his. Shots I'll read his thing real quick. Yeah. His quick uh, illegal embargo, uh, illegal review, I should say. Um, he said, "Just got home from watching a bunch of episodes of Andor. All I can say is, wow, plays more like a serious HBO drama than the typical Disney Plus fare. For the episode runtimes, they run closer to thirty minutes than they do an hour. Also, if you're looking for action, 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 then this might not be for you." At least not at first, but if you're looking for a damn good story and excellent character development, this is it. Okay. So, if you have any any more reason to watch Andor, I mean, this sounded like it sounds like what it looks like. You know, it looks yeah very serious. Like it doesn't look like it's a game. You know, <laughs> it looks a lot like Rogue One in that. Yeah, it doesn't look like yeah. just oh pew pew. You know, lightsaber. Like no, this this looks like. <laughs> It's a more of a um, spy drama, like political the, thriller, political thriller, like the Americans or, or, yes. uh, you know, something, something of that, of that, uh, of that type. So, yeah, I'm, look, I'm very excited for Andor. Very, very excited for Andor. Um, uh, we, we will be reviewing that. I don't know if we'll be, we'll be doing it week to week. Of course, it depends on. Uh, Kendall, your schedule, of course, and my schedule, of course. But we'll try to review it as often as we can. And, um, and uh, yeah, the expectations, but the expectations are very high um, for for me. Um, uh, so, yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Now, we also, to move away from D23, we also wanted to uh, bring up some news recent news that we've had breaking in the Star Wars universe. So we got our Ezra Bridger uh, casted uh, for the Ahsoka uh, live-action television show, and Ezra Bridger will be Iman Estandi. Um, now, uh, uh, now, this is not who was rumored to be Ezra, um, uh, but... Uh, but I have to say, he does look like Ezra. I mean, I, I can't, you know, when I, I'm not familiar with um, with Iman's work, I'll, I, I will, you know, be honest. So I just ask for how he will do, um, you know, I mean, time will tell. Um, I'm sure, you know, Lucasfilm had him either, you know, do maybe like a test or something just to see how he would, how he would be. But he looks like Ezra. He looks like Ezra. And I, and with the with Disney's budget and Lucasfilm's, uh, you know, T 
team with, with what they're able to do with making people with even just what they did with the, with Rosario Dawson or Ahsoka, they can he will be Ezra for the Ahsoka show. So I'm very excited. Um, but Kenna, what are your thoughts on Iman uh, Istandi being cast as Ahsoka? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm not uh, <laughs> I'm not uh, very familiar with with with, with Iman's work, but. Um, Although I have to see King Richard, I've not seen that one yet. He is in King Richard. I don't believe a very uh, big role, but um, but yeah, I mean, it's funny. I mean, you 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 ask or you wonder if he had to, you know, audition. I mean, I would assume he did, considering, uh, you know, our boy Mina Masood uh, went on Twitter and basically said, "Yeah, I had to audition, uh, and I didn't get the part." There you, go. <laughs> you know, who and he, you know, it was a pretty pretty uh forward tweet uh you know he didn't didn't hold anything back you know uh claimed he never really had a fair shot at the role uh, but um but regardless you know it's hard for me to say i mean meeting with suit is the name obviously because he was in aladdin uh it's a movie that a lot of people saw um i mean this guy does you know looks like Ezra, you know, for for sure. Uh, <laughs> he looks so, like Ezra. I mean, what do you want me to say? I mean, I don't know if he can act, but he looks like he Ezra. If he, he did the audition, he's an actor. Assuming he, 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 he assuming he knows what he's doing, I don't think that this will. I don't think this is gonna be a bad casting. Um, no. So yeah, this, I mean, this is definitely he looks like Ezra. Yeah, he, he looks like Ezra. I mean, the only again, the only question is, can he act? And I mean, <laughs> right. I, 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 I'm pretty sure Mina Masood can act, but. <laughs> He doesn't look as much like Ezra as this guy does. Right. So, you know, <laughs> that's what it that's what it comes down to. And, um, yeah, I mean, you know, good good find for by by Lucasfilm. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I'm just excited for his for his inclusion. I mean, there was no like, I mean, we knew Ezra was going to be in the show. It's not like this is news, but like this is like official official breaking. You know, this is like official confirmation. Uh, that Ezra is in the show. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. Yes, very exciting. Um, and I would like to uh, give a correction as well. His name is Iman Esfandi, uh, just to correct myself yes. before. Um, but yeah, this this is really, really exciting news. And look, I know, and, and look, we had mentioned this before. I did, do just want to say this, or I had mentioned this to you before. I do just want to say this on show. I mean, Ezra has... Connected to the young Star Wars gen, this this generation of Star Wars, or a lot of this generation of Star Wars fans grew up with Ezra Bridger as their TV Star Wars kid, right? So he's gonna connect to this casting. May seem like it's irrelevant to us. <laughs> like I'm just gonna be honest, um, but it's probably not to a lot of much younger Star Wars fans. Um, so this is probably going to be more meaningful to anyone that, that, that watched Rebels, which a lot of, a lot of kids watch Rebels. Kids enjoyed Rebels. It had four seasons. It would not have had four seasons. It would have just been another resistance, you know, one or two seasons and then gone. But Rebels lasted a while. So, you know, I, I you know, I think, I think th this casting matters and this, I think, um, you know, I think, I think, uh, you think the Ahsoka show is going to be a big deal? I do. I think it's going to be a big deal. 
I think this live-action Rebels cast is going to be a big deal. I think it's going to get a lot of people to watch Rebels that never watch Rebels. Um, and I think it's going to mean a lot to a lot of Star Wars fans. Seeing a live-action Ezra, it's not going to, I don't think it's going to have the Ahsoka effect because Ahsoka is just so, just so wide-ranging. But I think it will have a right. similar effect for younger fans. I think that's what I'll say. Uh, you know, so I'll, I'll just leave that at that. Um, all right. And I think we can uh, finish the show discussing some recent movie news. Now, this is not as good news. Well, I guess depending on how you on how you view these projects. But uh, the the Rogue Squadron movie um, is not on Disney's list of is uh, on Disney's list of upcoming movies. Um, or, you know, I guess, I guess you could say Disney Slate. So it is, uh, Rogue Squadron is, is, um, no longer there. And this uh, is according to Variety. Um, I believe it was the first, uh, first kind of outlet to, to, uh, release this information. Um, uh, but yeah, Disney re- removed the film from their, um, from their official release schedule. Uh, it was supposed to be released on uh december 22nd my birthday next year um and that is no longer happening according to disney or you know it's not it's just not on the plans it's not on their plans officially which to me basically means it's not happening or at least not in that time frame um so their list of movies leading into next year and then the year after that uh this movie is not there so we know um it was kind of just just postponed indefinitely we don't know or the, that the shooting was postponed indefinitely we don't know um what is going on uh exactly um with this movie it would seem it's kind of very easy to just believe that this movie just is not going to come out um we've seen that and, and i think the I don't know how far they were in production, if they started any kind of production or if they were just writing it. I don't know. Um, it was supposed to come out late next year. I don't know when this this news that it was just going to be removed from their schedule. I would assume that no production had started. Maybe it was just in the writing phase. But um, um yeah, and, and and there were rumors about there being some kind of like issue with the schedule, um, uh, issue with the schedule for the for the director. So it's just, yeah, this is so this movie. I mean, it looks like it's not it, to me. If I had to just take a guess, I would say this movie is not looking good for this movie. <laughs> it really is not looking yeah. good. This is a Rogue Squadron fire pilot movie. Um, that I won't say nobody asked for. I won't go that far. I think that's just kind of a strong way to put it. But it does not... This movie, this isn't a movie that needs to come out. There are some movies that... Or projects that you just feel like, oh, this has got to come out. Obi-Wan Kenobi, we knew, had to come out. Uh, we had been, we had been you know, yelling about that forever. Something Ahsoka related. We were like, make Ahsoka. And that's coming out. Um, you know, we even got a Boba, we got a Boba Fett show. I, I, right after Boba Fett made his debut in The Mandalorian Season 2, I was like, we need more of this. 
I was not a Boba Fett movie person, but this is something I'm interested in seeing. And we got that. This is something that I, and I like Star Wars space combat when it's done well. I like the Star Wars space and aerial combat in the sequel trilogy. I thought that was good. I didn't have any issue with that. But, um, but I don't know if uh, this was needed. And I loved um, uh, Star Wars Squadrons as well, which came out, which is, which, you know, I don't know if that, if there was any kind of, um, if, if this was, that was meant to be any kind of lead up to this or anything like that. But, but I love that. That's a great game as well for anyone that loves the kind of Star Wars space combat and X-Wings. So, um, so yeah, this, this is one of the movies that it was, in my opinion, very low on the totem pole in terms of, um, Lucasfilm projects and just Disney projects, um, that needed to be released and would very much, in my opinion, be on the chopping block if Disney needed or Lucasfilm needed more, uh, to save time, to save money, to say, to do anything like that. This would be one of those expendable movies that you can just kind of, you know, quote unquote, delay indefinitely or just kind of put it, put it in the, in the trash bin. But Kendall, what are your thoughts on, on Rogue Squadron being delayed? I, I have a, I have a, I have a lot of thoughts. I mean, my my first thought is like you said, no surprise. I think we all kind of saw this coming. Patty Jenkins was kind of, you know, kind of been very non-committal about it. Very, oh yeah, it's still happening, but yeah, you know, I'm doing Wonder Woman first, so we haven't started anything. I haven't wrote anything, you know, um, and so it like for a while it looked like Rogue Squadron, which was announced. At uh, what was that? Disney Investor Day, you know, Disney Investor Day a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. with like Ahsoka and you know, all the all those other, you know, I mean, we know Rangers of the New Republic's not coming out in Lando. I don't know if any of that stuff's coming out besides Ahsoka. <laughs> now that I think about it, but um, but regardless, uh, you know, that was the only movie that was announced at that <laughs> at that event, and it seemed like it was the only Star Wars movie coming out. For yeah. the next five years, and it was that was a little bit, uh, it was a, it was concerning, depressing, whatever you want to call it. That Rose Squadron was the only Star Wars movie coming out, because um, you knew there was like there's no lightsabers in it, nothing you know Skywalker related or anything. But, um, but you you the only thing that I that I mean besides like Warner Brothers stuff and DC and Wonder Woman and all that. The only, I mean, one of the big things to change from where we are now to where we were a year ago in the in the landscape of in the landscape of Rose Squadron is we already had a movie that's similar in concept to Rose Squadron come out and be so much better than what Rose Squadron probably was going to be, and that's Top Gun. Mm. And Top Gun Maverick came out set the bar so high for what Rose Squadron needed to be that I wonder if Disney was like, it's not even worth it at this point. I mean, they already came out with our movie. You know, people are saying it's the greatest movie ever made. And now if we come out with it, they're just going to think, well, you guys are just copying Top Gun and it's not even, it's not even as good. 
And so <laughs> I don't know if Top Gun. I mean, that's probably a that's probably a, a a sad way of looking at it. I don't know if Disney's looking at it like that, but it's convenient that you know after Top Gun comes out, they decide to uh, to pull the plug on this. I mean, because we know. I mean, look, Top Gun that franchise is not over. You know, we'll get a Top Gun three and a Top Gun four and a Hobbs and Shaw Top Gun and all that. <laughs> you know, eventually, but you know, like. So that that series is not going to stop, and so competing with it is seems like a bad idea. So I don't know. I mean, we'll 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 see. It's it's off the schedule for now. Doesn't mean it's dead, but um, I mean, look, if Disney was, you know, if they were really being smart, they would they would go and, and try and see if they can get Joseph Kosinki, who did Top Gun Maverick, to to, to do Rose Quadrant. Uh, but it's just. It's like it's tough because I'm like, I mean that movie is, I whatever I would have thought Rose Squadron was gonna be is what Top Gun Maverick was. So, like, even if even if you got Kasinki to do Rose Squadron, I just be like, this is gonna be Star Wars Top Gun. You know, I mean, it could be cool, but I've seen this movie. And it was great, but I don't need to see it again. So, I don't know. Yeah, I mean that's an interesting point. Um, you know, I do think think uh, uh that rogue squadron would have would have been it would have been in that same vein of movie you know air pilot fire pilot movie you know and lucasfilm is has a uh, experience with those kinds of movies with um uh i forget the name of the movie but the one with the for the uh the tuskegee um fighter pilots uh, in World yeah. War Two, that George uh, George Red Lucas, Tails. yeah, Red Tails. Um, yeah. So they Lucasfilm has experience with those kinds of movies as well, and I like that movie. It's a very good movie. Yes. Um, so it would have been in just in that vein of movie, and Top Gun Maverick is just got a top shelf when it comes to that kind of movie made in 2022, right? I mean, so, Patty Jenkins said about Rose Squadron that she's excited to make the greatest fighter pilot movie ever made. Like, I mean, that may, that's, that's, that's over with, right? <laughs> I mean, I mean, so good luck beating Top Gun now. Maverick. Yeah. Once Top Gun came out, that dream was dead. Yeah. And then yeah, again, yeah. everybody's got an yeah. ego. Everybody thinks, oh, I can beat that, but. Maybe maybe it just got to the point where it was like you know the movie's having trouble getting off the ground, and now the the I mean I mean it's a movie that has that we haven't seen in a long time. I mean, we we're talking maybe Top Gun One is the last time we saw a movie like that, and so that would have been a market that clearly people were craving for, but it's like it's gone now. So here's what I'll say: if it's if it's top, if it's Top Gun with a live action Luke. We you give me a Sebastian Stan recast Luke that's not some like CG that can that can debate that can that can now we got a debate between that and Top then Gun. now we're talking you know, that's what I'm saying like now which is why talking. it's to me it's just it's maddening that we don't have that that they don't want to open that that bag of easy money where I'm just screaming at them to take all of my money for me to go see a movie like that three four times because that's what I would do and I'm not even a fighter pilot guy and Star Wars has plenty of those guys. Star, a third, yeah. a good third, or maybe even half of the Star Wars fan base loves Star Wars largely because of the space battles, and 
they don't want to they don't want that bag it doesn't make any sense um but but if they did that that then they then i think they are in that category of yeah maybe patty jenkins is trying to make the best fighter <laughs> fighter fighter uh you know the best uh, yeah fighter pro pilot. yeah fighter pilot movie ever you know but it, unfortunately it, it really does not look like that's what's, that's gonna happen it looks like disney just they're just giving up on that um and which is a shame it really is a shame because patty jenkins looked seemed very excited to do it you know she had the whole promo on the runway with the with the plane and everything. It seemed like she was ready to do it, um, but yeah, it's a shame. You know, definitely sad, something that's sad to see. I also want to throw in a little bit of Ryan Johnson talk. I know we we haven't mentioned his name on the show in a little bit, but um, with all this talk of kind of Disney projects potentially being left by the wayside, uh, Ryan Johnson still very much hopes. Uh, to do his, um, to do his uh, trilogy, uh, <laughs> his trilogy of movies, um, you know he's uh, now of course his his Knives Out sequel um, is being released uh, this winter. I personally am very very excited for that Knives Out. I bought the DVD. It's a great movie. I I very much enjoy it. But I I love those kinds of mystery movies. So. Um, so of course I would love that, um, you know. So he, I mean, Johnson says that um, that he has spoken with Kathleen Kennedy, and he's trying to get, um, you know, he's trying to, uh, you know, kind of. Figure, he's basically saying it's a schedule thing. They're trying to figure out when it can happen, um, and you know. And he's, he's it really, honestly, he's practically pleading for, <laughs> for this thing to, uh, uh, for this thing to be released. Um, uh, so he was speaking to Empire, and he and he was t he basically said that it would break his heart, um, you know, if he was done with Star Wars, if he couldn't uh, get back into that sandbox at some point. Um, now, one thing I will point out is he does say at some point. Which means he could just be like telling Disney, listen, whenever you guys are ready, <laughs> let me know. Yeah. We might not hear about this for another five years. You know, all of a sudden, no Ryan Johnson trilogy. You know, so so he, he seems to just be telling Disney, my schedule is open. Just let me know and I will get to work. Um, um, but, uh, you know, there seems to be just a just scheduling Things that are in the way. Um, Kathleen Kennedy um, has also told Vanity Fair that Johnson has been very busy and in, in, in stuff. Though I, I would argue, based on Johnson's comments himself, it doesn't seem like he uh, is ever going to be too busy for Lucasfilm or Star Wars. But that's what she has said. Um, so this is, I mean, Kendall, we've talked about this forever. You are, you know, as far as I, as far as I know, you are still of the opinion that this is never going to happen. But he is, is seems to just be saying that he's very willing to uh, make this uh, this trilogy happen, which uh, I have to say, as much as I enjoyed the Last Jedi personally, or it's the my favorite of the sequel trilogy movies. Be careful! It's my careful. favorite of the sequel trilogy movies. You know, whatever whatever that means to people. Um, uh, it 
it would be controversial if he were to make a if he were to make another Star Wars movie. Uh, it would it would set the Star Wars world on fire. Uh, you know, I, I don't know why. Look, I, I don't agree with it, but it would. It just would. You know, it, it's just it is what it is. A lot of people were um, dis- very distraught <laughs> when the Last Jedi came out. Um, so, so I, it kind of is what it is. But, but Kenna, what are your thoughts on this uh, on this situation? Um, I mean, you were right. I, I I have been of the mindset that I don't think that this movies these movies uh, I guess plural three. <laughs> are, are coming out um but i will say i feel better now than i did like three years ago when we were talking having the same conversation will this these movies that were announced three years prior ever come out because it's been like six it's been like five five six years now since these yep. movies were announced it feels like but um but you know do i do i think that uh these Ryan Johnson movies will ever come out. I, the reason I feel a little bit better now than I did two or three years ago is Dives Out. You know, I mean, he, they, yeah. they were very. It was a very popular movie. He's got a, a sequel coming out that um, people are very excited about. And if that one does really well, you know, his 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 his, his popularity rating, his, his Q rating, whatever you want to call it, is going to be. Uh, a lot higher than it was post Last Jedi, which say what you want about the movie. I mean, like you said, it's your favorite of the sequel trilogy movies. Uh, you know, look, some people really don't like it. Some people don't like it as a Star Wars movie, and that's fair. Some people don't like it as just a movie in general. However, you want to feel about it, but you know, there are bad movies, and then there is the Last Jedi. Like that, that movie wasn't it wasn't Fantastic Four twenty fifteen. You know, it wasn't uh, like. You know, X Men Origins Wolverine, or you know, like just these obviously bad movies. Morbius, you know, I haven't even seen Morbius, and I'm putting Morbius in that. Kennel, you have to see Morbius. I'm not gonna let you do that, Kennel. You have to see. I wouldn't put Morbius. Not Morbius. I wouldn't put Morbius in that category. EJ would, but I wouldn't put Morbius in that category. Thought Catwoman, you know. Yes. Yes. So, like, so the idea that you know, and again, we could say we want to keep Ryan Johnson away from Star Wars, but like. We can keep him away from Luke Skywalker because I feel like a lot of people that have their problems with Last Jedi, a lot of it is around Luke Skywalker. It could be other reasons too, but they, you know, that's a that's a huge reason why people were not fans of the Last Jedi. And I'm not saying he's got to be doing he's got to do the next Luke he's got to do a Luke Skywalker movie. I'm not saying he has to do a movie that has any Jedi in it. But there is no there's nothing that is in the Star Wars universe that would make sense for Ryan Johnson, the director. I mean, I don't know how anybody could watch Knives Out and be like, this guy, there's just no way this guy could ever make a good Star Wars. It's impossible. So <laughs> right. that's why that's why I'm like, there. I mean, there's a chance. I don't, I don't, I'm still not buying this movie's coming out anytime soon. I mean, we have a Kevin Feige movie that I'm not buying. It's coming out anytime soon. We've got a Taika Waititi movie that I don't know is coming out anytime soon. But Star Wars right now, from a film standpoint, is that... You know they're they're on, they're on hiatus, so I don't know. But Ryan Johnson certainly is not first on the on the list of movies. Um, his trilogy is not first on the list of movies that we will see. Uh, I expect I expect it'll be Feige's next. 
I know people were talking about Taika's movies, but Taika post, you know, Thor: Love and Thunder, you know, his, you know, his his star isn't as shine shiny as it was a year ago. So, I mean, we'll see if that one ever comes out. Uh, so yeah, Star Wars is in a weird, is at a weird spot with the movies. I'm also very curious because they're doing an excellent job of like keeping these things under wraps in terms of what these movies even are. That's part of the reason why when I look at like like Marvel, like Kevin Feige runs Marvel and then he does this stuff for Star Wars, and we know everything about every Marvel movie that's coming out for the most part. Like we don't know everything about every movie that's coming out, but we know what movies are coming out before they're even announced. But with Star Wars, we have no idea what movie. He's been working on a movie apparently for like three years now. We have absolutely no idea what it is, who's in it, what 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 character, what story. So it makes me makes me wonder if like Marvel is intentionally leaking stuff because I'm like, or Star Wars is really good at hiding secrets because I feel like we should know at this point what he's working on if he's working on something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's very interesting. Um, I'm not sure what the deal is with Kevin with Kevin Feige. Um, I mean, I, I say this on Hero Talk all the time. If 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 uh, if any of our listeners listen to Hero Talk, I feel like he's just so busy. I don't know how he does what he does, let alone working on another mm-hmm. Star Wars movie. Um, so, so yeah. I, I, I would put that in the Ryan Jason Johnson category as well. I have no idea when that's happening, if that's happening. Very much a question mark uh, for me. <laughs> I think it will remain a question mark for quite some time. Um, also, a side note, Kendall, Morbius is on Netflix, so you got to watch that. <laughs> it's the oh, homework yeah. assignment. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, this is... Um, I don't know. It's, it's. I don't know what Star Wars has planned when it comes to the movies. Um, Rogue Squadron just basically being completely abandoned uh, isn't isn't great news. Um. Yeah, I think I think it's just this is this not great news. So it's it's very is these are so in the air. Um, they're just. All just everything just totally bought in at Disney Plus Lucasfilm on Disney Plus. Seems like that's where your Star Wars content is going to be from now until the foreseeable future. Um, uh, which I don't know how I feel about that. I do miss going to a movie theater to see a Star Wars movie opening night. <laughs> um, I do very much miss that. So, um, you know, hopefully, Star Wars we can get a movie announcement release announcement trailer and then release um at some point soon um look and i'll be honest whether it is rogue squadron whether it's ryan johnson's trilogy whether it's something like solo 2 if that gets steam somehow or or something heck something high republic related i'll even put that out there you know if they're looking for or old republic I know Captain Kennedy's talked about going into other eras. So, but just something to get, you know, people out in, in the, getting out people out and to see Star Wars again. So, so that's uh, just kind of my take on that. I'm hoping we get that at some point. Um, 
as much as I love really everything else that's <laughs> that's Star Wars related that's being released, um, I would like to see some new Star Wars movies. So hopefully we get something like that uh, coming down uh, the pike. Maybe maybe we'll get an, something announced at Celebration next year. Um, so maybe that'll be something to look forward to. But uh, I think that'll do it for this show um this is the last show as i mentioned before this is the last show before uh the andor release and the next time we talk on this show we will be talking about andor uh so whether it be just a strictly andor review show or something else comes out we will be talking andor after the three episodes <laughs> are released next week so that'll be fun we will be diving into that I don't know if we'll be talking theories, cameos, whatever, but we will be talking indoors, so that'll be fun. Um, uh, but that does it. Kendall, do you have anything, anything, any final, anything final to say before we we uh, close out? Uh no, I I, I got nothing. Oh, all right. Yeah, um, no, I, I got nothing. Hey, so that's that's a good place to end it then. Uh, so we're all done here. Thank you all. Uh, so much for listening as always um, please check out our uh, indoor premiere review um, I may see if I can get somebody else on to join us as well so, so be on the lookout for that uh, as well uh, and again thanks everyone for listening I'm your host Shamari joined by Kendall and we will see you guys next time Oh,